0: That's a tremendous
1: looking trophy. Hello, and welcome to Planet Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceania's. My name's Dylan Blight, and joining me, la 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 live from Twitch.tv/slash/Explosion Network. It's actually Hobley.
0: Hey Dylan, excited to be here for episode two hundred. <laughs> quality content. That was quality content.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so, on the uh podcast i'm sure your audio is picking up but yeah discord uh noise integration picked it up uh yeah so we're recording episode platinum explosion 200 live of course which will to the explosion network thank you for everyone joining us Woo! here oh my fucking god <laughs> 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 you to give me a sign you gotta like you got another
0: one all right <laughs> yep go yeah, episode yeah. Two hundred. Episode two hundred. <laughs> wow, ones—they're really lit up.
1: Yeah, they are. That's more explosion than AEW had today, so that was pretty <laughs>
0: good.
1: <laughs> yeah, good, re- good reference there for you, wrestling fans. Um, I don't have any explosive. I got a drink though. If anyone, do, you
0: have, do you have an uh, alcoholic? No, I'm. I've, I need to be completely sober.
1: Why? Is this a serious podcast?
0: Yeah. Keep things in check.
1: <laughs> All right, well, ch- ch- cheers to myself then, I guess. Episode 200. Cheers. On... What? Yep. Good job. All right. I've got a Midori, Midori, Midori splice. Everyone?
0: Drink responsibly.
1: Oh. Good shit. Good job. <laughs> um good content this is this is why these always work water hobbly really it's disgusting yeah this is yeah come back on the podcast everyone else screams i'm sure kieran would be drinking uh yeah it's 200 episodes so let's get into it first and foremost uh in the pre-show which if i have the, i'll put it out here now actually because sometimes i feel if i say things i'm more likely to do them because i've, I've kind of said it right I'm hoping yeah, cuz you don't want
0: to be made a fool of on the internet. Yeah,
1: I don't want to, I don't want to be made a fool of. So, I'm hoping between the end of this show and before um, I take my 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 week of leave tomorrow, uh, I have to edit this, upload it for Wednesday, right? I'm hoping to also cut out a little 30-second montage from the stream I just did and insert it right about now. Oh my god, they're all broken on me. My whole zi- my whole zip line system which was my goddamn plan. Dude, there's no PTs here. This Oh my god, I fucked up. I thought I was nowhere near them. Oh, we're good. Yoink. Alright. We're halfway, I think. Is that one fucking huge or is that just me? I think I'm good. Wait, I'm not good. I bet you all the trophies are just gonna pop. No. No! Ash the other day said, what if the what if the trophy doesn't pop? What if the trophy doesn't pop, he says. I have them all, right? Like, part three, part two. Oh, don't no, part one. All right, everyone. We're, ba- we're back in action. It's ready. Someone's planted a sign. Right on it. This is it, everyone. One. One memory chip. Your boy! I did earn my... uh my 200th platinum right before episode 200. Yep, thank you. Everyone. Claps. Claps. Thank you very much. I, I applaud myself. Pat myself on the back. I, th- I feel like I did, I did quite a good job there. So, 200 platinums mm. for episode 200. Yeah, I did because it's right there on my profile. Shush. Shush.
0: 30 oh. minutes, he said.
1: Quite an achievement. Personally, I felt So, Michael did send in some questions uh, ahead of this episode in our Discord, which you can join at explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. Uh, and the one pertaining to Death Stranding was, after getting the platinum in Death Stranding, do you think that you will hold your wallet when Kojima announces his next game? And in your own opinion, do you think that Death Stranding has earned Kojima new fans who might not have explored his previous works? Uh, so I guess two, two parts. Firstly, would I hold my wallet? Uh, yes, Death Stranding is top five, top 10. I don't, I've never actually done my top favorite games list before, so I'm not 100% sure. But Death Stranding is easily one of my favorite games of all time. So I will be handing Kojima any and all money that he wants from me, uh, whatever he makes next. And then I guess that pertains to the second part of the question of like, did it bring in new fans? I would say I'm kind of a new fan. Like, I I never really got into the Metal Gear Solid games. I never finished Metal Gear Solid 1. Never finished Metal Gear Solid 2. Never touched Metal Gear Solid 3. I finished Metal Gear Solid 4. And I finished Metal Gear Solid 5. Now, I think 5, and I think all of that, if you take into account my how much of all the other Metal Gears I've played, it kind of helps you explain why Metal Gear Solid 5 to Phantom Pain is my favorite Metal Gear because... I don't really care for the rest of the franchise, to be honest. And that one had the best gameplay. So I'm a big fan of Phantom Pain. I think that game's fantastic. But again, I still wasn't like, oh, I love Metal Gear. So Kojima's my favorite person in the world or whatever. Um, but Death Stranding, I don't know if you know this, Ash, but he he invented a, a genre with that game. It's, called the, it's called the uh, Strand genre, in case yeah. you ha- he wasn't head up there.
0: Do you have any other examples of Strand games?
1: um i think uh, there's a game coming out called death stranding ultimate edition i think that's been rumored so oh okay i think that would that would possibly take the the cake on that one yeah so i i think i'm a new kojima um heartfelt fan so yes would you bring a new pip now so i just platinum the game ash my question was going to be for you did uh did watching me walk up mountains for 10 minutes in a row make you want to go back to it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: No? Not at all? No, I'm good. How far did you get anyway?
0: No, I'm not. Do you remember? I finished it.
1: Oh, did you actually finish it? I thought you said you didn't finish it.
0: Yes, we definitely talked about uh-huh. me finishing Death Stranding. Okay. Because it was like a two-hour cutscene at the end.
1: Oh yeah, that's right, yeah. See, I thought you stopped at like chapter 12 or something. Maybe that was like and then you went back to it. Not no,
0: I, I like stopped for like a, mu- like a couple a month. months. Or two. Yeah, that's what I
1: thought. That's what I thought. I can't yeah. remember if you said you went back. But then you're on
0: like, it. I was like five minutes from the last section of the game. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Well, considering the last section of the game is two hours of cutscenes.
0: Yeah. So how to catch it. Fighting a giant lion. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Midori, what year is it? Um, Look, these were on specials of other week for, I think it was $14 after my staff discount that I get at the, the bowl shop. So. These were, you look, I'm all about the bargains. I know you can appreciate that, buddy. Come on. All about the saving the money. So you got to do what you got to do. Uh, what was your hardest platinum trophy? What was the one that got into your way? I guess I can tie that into, Michael had another question pertaining to, he said, what is the, he said, what is the non-plat trophy that you're most proud of? And then it's like, what is the hardest platinum trophy? I, they're both under the same game. So that's, I feel like the easiest answer. My, my hardest, not what well, my non-plat trophy that I'm the proudest of is a fucking bronze from Bloodborne's DLC called Orphan of Kos. And the trophy says, defeat, great one, Orphan of Kos. Because Orphan of Kos, say that three times, uh, was I think the hardest boss battle in the entire Bloodborne game. And it sucked absolute ass. And I fucking hated it. And it was the one boss that I had left to do to 100% Bloodborne because um, I already had the Platinum at this point but I was trying 100% the DLC and it's the last boss in that DLC and I I legit thought I wasn't ever going to beat it I was like, well this is it I've died like a million times I'm never going to defeat the Orthnorcoss I'm never going to finish the last boss in this DLC I suck at video games, this is it and then I, I finally beat it so in my opinion that's the hardest boss battle in Bloodborne and that would be the hardest non non-Platinum trophy I got and then I I don't know, I, I feel like either Bloodborne is the hardest platinum I've got or Rogue Legacy. They're the two that I tie. But uh, even though they're very they're both very hard games, but they're very different, obviously. Like Bloodborne I don't know. I feel like actually Bloodborne's possibly an easier platinum because you can at least grind to make the, the the platinum journey a little bit easier like you can slightly make yourself like have a bit more hp so you can take that one extra hit and survive and stuff like that whereas rogue legacy was all um rogue legacy was a hard platinum because there was some trophy bosses there was a couple boss battles you had to do where they gave you a predetermined character where you basically just had to get good at the game's mechanics so that was like the platforming and using their dash abilities and stuff like that so and i love that game that game's good shit hey eh? What trophy goals do you have, Ash? That's a good question from Buddy in the chat. What trophy goals do you have, Ash? How many trophies do you have right right now? What's your platinum goal? Let's give you one now. Yeah, you don't even know how many platinums you got. I I have ten. Yeah, All right. So you have to get to fifteen by this time next year.
0: We'll see.
1: No, 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 no. Let's like, like, I'm not,
0: I'm not, I'm not doing this Kieran shit. All right, next twelve months, five platinums,
1: five platinums in twelve months.
0: You know, and if I get desperate, I just cup- throw a couple of dollars at these Ratatouille games. Exactly.
1: Uh, Michael said, "All questions that he posted, uh, he wants you to answer as well."
0: You know, uh, I am keen to see what Kojima gets, but I just hold my wallet. Is holding your wallet, like just throwing money. Many at it to throw like money at people. Waiting. Yes. Okay. Not- we've been we've been burnt. People, games have been burnt so many times in the last twelve months that uh, twelve to twenty four months. You know. Maybe don't pre-order stuff and throw money at stuff straight away.
1: Didn't you pre-order Cyberpunk?
0: No. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I did. I, did. I got, <laughs> but I got like, I got like it's sixty nine dollars, like forty bucks off. So
1: yeah, fucking see. There
0: you go. See, don't yeah. pre-order unless you get like a deal.
1: No. But yeah, look, buddy. I'm gonna be honest. If if if. He could get to 50 by this time next year if he, if it, and it would take him like a fucking an hour with the amount of easy trophies there are now. I'm setting the stand. I'm setting the goal very fucking low at five in 12 months, which is basically only three in 12 months after taking away two games. He's probably just going to platinum anyway. Now, what is your non-platinum most proud, tr- proudest trophy, Draconash? Apex. Yeah? Which one?
0: Yeah.
1: W- w- what's that Apex? Getting 100%. I mean that's not really a trophy. That's just a, isn't it? No, I mean they don't give you a trophy for hundred percent in non-plat
0: game.
1: What's the hardest trophy in Apex? It would be
0: wins with everybody, I guess.
1: Yeah. What was it? What five kills of everyone or something like that? I can't remember.
0: We'll reach level fifty. I think that's the rarest one. Is it really? No five. No five thousand damage with eight different legends.
1: Yeah, that's it. That'd be the hardest
0: one. Actually, no. Actually, win a game with eight different legends. That's the hardest. Just. Just. Oh no. Like by uh, rarity is point zero eight percent difference.
1: Hmm. So go for that one, lock it in. Alright, let's move on. Next question he had. Was it oh, no, I'll tie my this hardest in.
0: platinum. My hardest platinum, of course, Fortnite hmm. shelter.
1: It actually probably is. How many hours
0: I can took? So many. I don't
1: know what <laughs> going to um, all right, let's get into some news here and then we'll come back to some questions because there's not one I can tie in. Uh, michael's vr Played questions it. to this so um last week kind of two playstation questions i guess but la- last week playstation did this whole it was like we'll play playing game it was like at one o'clock in the morning or something like that they're like we're gonna announce a new psvr game every half an hour or whatever it was
0: yeah it was like last wednesday after we were streaming something
1: yeah and it was after Plight yeah. was like already locked in and out or whatever it was yeah, yeah. um which was kind of annoying obviously but i just want to say We'll go over all the games in a second, and then I'll give my opinions on this stuff going forward. Because a, we was complaining last episode. Well, I definitely was complaining that PSVR has no games coming up. It has no games. Ha- has really not been supported since the release of Iron Man. Now we've had a couple people, at least in the comment sections of the YouTube videos, go, "But Hitman VR," um, but. Uh, Vader Immortal, but there's something else. Like, they were all, as far as I'm concerned... Squadrons. I'm like, Star Wars Squadrons. In my opinion, none of those count, simply because that is not PlayStation supporting their own product. Full stop. Like, if, 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 if your counter-argument to... If I'm saying PlayStation did not support the PSVR, and PlayStation has not been supported the PlayStation VR properly, if your counter-argument to that is, but what about Star Wars Squadrons? That's not PlayStation. That's not like a PlayStation published game. That's not a PlayStation project. Hitman VR is not a PlayStation project. You know what I mean? Like it's not PlayStation putting out games or putting the the power behind games. I don't know if that really counts. So um, we... They did announce a bunch of games though. So we'll we'll run through them, but I just want to get out of the way and say straight up that I actually thought it was kind of stupid the way they announced these. I think... That in retrospect, given that these games were announced, what it would have been? A a couple days. No, but like a couple days after they did that PlayStation blog post saying that PSVR 2 is a thing. Yeah, Yeah, less than a week. And like with retrospect of having that information and knowing that they kind of announced the PSVR 2 or whatever it's going to be called, and then a couple days later, they randomly decided they'll announce a bunch of games for PSVR. I was like, why... Why was there not just a stay to play where you was like, hey, everyone, stay to play Thursday, 20 minutes focused on PSVR news. Don't say anything about the future because then people would have got their hopes too high. Then they announce all of these games. They show off trailers for all these games. And then at the end of the stream, they have someone from PlayStation. I don't know who's like the head Honcho architect of PSVR or whoever's in charge of that, who who would be the spokesperson for that. But they come out and they say, Hey, we exactly what they said in a blog spo- blog post. They say, Hey, PSVR, this next version of the future of PSVR is on its way. Uh, please be excited to learn more later. It's not coming out this year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. H- hope you're excited for a bunch of games that we just to see you through to the next generation. I was like, why wouldn't that have been you know what I'm saying? Like Numb skulls. Uh, yeah, how'd you, how, did you have any like thing the way they announced? I this? mean,
0: yeah, they they could have just said a state of play. I think that probably would have gotten more buzz, but you know, hmm. I guess they just did one, so it would have been weird if they'd done like two within a week of each other. Or they could have just added. Well, they could have added it to the. <laughs>
1: I don't think it would have been
0: weird because the play.
1: The PSVR audience is its like own thing. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah, the- but I
0: feel like the state of play was PS5 focused, whereas obviously all these games are PS4 games.
1: Yeah, I guess. Alright, so first game announced. Oh, I'm reading these old by way of press start, by the way. Uh, After the Fall is a brand new first-person shooter game from Arizona, Sunshine Jabs. It is a post-apocalyptic co-op shooter. The game takes place in 1980s LA with four different characters and loadouts of different enemies. The game will be coming out later this year, apparently. It had a creepy, I guess, somewhat creepy trailer or something. Um, they showed off. It's very cinematic, it doesn't really show gameplay. Once again, this is a problem with VR games where you're like, okay, cinematic trailer, doesn't really show me what the game's like. <laughs> how am I supposed to tell, what, like how am I supposed to get excited or know what the hell's happening, you know? But I think Arizona Sunshine Devs leads a little bit of credence to it, I guess, because Arizona Shun- Sunshine was, it, that was the one that was scary enough to scare Nick back in the day, actually. Remember there was one that Nick said he um back when Nick was on the show, often talked about PSVR and stuff, but there was one game he was like, Oh no, that one scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it was Arizona Sunshine because it had a bunch of zombies and stuff in it. So uh this was the one. So I'm 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 open to being excited for this, but again, I'm just like it's a trailer, it's a CGI thing. I'm not gonna get particularly It doesn't
0: look very scary. It's like in broad daylight, but okay.
1: Yeah, but when you're when you're in VR Ash, you know what I'm saying? When you're in VR. Okay. Uh, the next game they announced was Doom 3 VR Edition. releasing March 29th for PlayStation VR. It includes the entire game as well as two expansions, Resurrection of Evil and The Lost Mission, which have been recreated for VR technology. The VR technology allows you to peer around corners, angle your flashlight uh, mounted weapons, and do quick 180 degree turns. Uh, yeah, so this is, this is literally just Doom 3, which if you've played before, um, or if, I mean, if you haven't played, which I presume Ash has Doom 3, Doom's released
0: 3rd of august 2004
1: yes so it's quite old and it looks the age in the trailer that you can see right now and also it's D- doom 3 is the scary one ash it's the it's it's the one where they're like we're not making a, a doom shooty shooty game we're making a, a doom spooky sh- spooky sh- shooty scary game i don't care for this personally that's fine. <laughs> i do not either <laughs> coincidentally. i'm unsurprised yeah it, it it's literally just doom 3 vr i'm like that's not really particularly exciting Sure, that's a, that's actually less exciting than Doom. What was it called uh, Doom? Big fucking Doom virtual VR. VR game or whatever? Because that was original. That wasn't a port of Doom, like twenty sixteen. That was a
0: Doom a, VFR. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was like here's its own Doom game in VR. Apparently, it was okay, and I've actually played it. Apparently, it was okay, but at least it was its own thing. Anyway. Next game, I expect you to die too. The spy and the liar. Uh, it's been four years since the original game, and now this one's coming out. So this is the... Um, the I remember the first one we got received well, but it's another one of those... What do you call it? Like, um, You know, they're like a, a lot of popular VR games where you're kind of just stuck behind a desk and you you just fuck around with things? Those types of games? Like those very specific... Uh, what, what was the job one? Job Simulator, right? There's all those job other simulating. ones. Yeah, it's like all these ones where you're very close and you're just messing with buttons and fucking around. Like, it looks like it's fun, but I'm... I'm personally at the stage where I'm kind of sick of these very uh very specific looking not much to them. You're just sitting behind a, a shelf pressing buttons games, but cool. Uh and then I think the most well, on no, the next one, a couple ones are kind of exciting. So the next one was Fract, uh, which is uh they pressed out writes, it looks like it's inspired Spy by Mirror's agents coming later this year. you will see you traversing areas both on foot and whilst driving. Um, I don't know how much of this trailer is actually game representative footage. I mean, it looks like it is, but then it kind of looks too good to be true. looks like it would make you sick to a degree. Um, You're, like, climbing up big things in trailer here. You're, like, skiing down massive um, sledge scopes and whatever else. And there's a bunch of shooting and action happening in it and whatever else. Which is interesting considering it says from the developer of... um, Phantom, Phantom COVID, o- COVID ops, and that was the raft one, right? And the thing with the raft one was well, it was kind of just on rails. Like I know you 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 rode um you rode your boat gently down the stream, but Kayak. You did, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't have uh, much freedom in what you did outside of that. Like it was kind well, of un-
0: there's yeah, there's only so much river.
1: That's true. So, but that one that one looks pretty cool if it lives up to what it looks like. Like it looks like a, a pretty action heavy game, and it's. And I mean, to a degree, like we haven't had since um, Blood and Truth, we haven't had a sort of action-focused uh, game like that, really, on any of the VR platforms, really. Um, like that's been a while, at least that I'm, a, I'm aware of. I'm, maybe there's some Steam VR exclusive ones I've I've missed. That I haven't paid too much attention to, but that one looks pretty good. Next game, Song of the Smoke. We'll test your survival skills. The Song of the Smoke is about survival. You'll be crafting weapons, hunting animals, and setting up camp in order to survive and make it for the night. It's coming to PlayStation VR later this year. It looks very terrifying. Part of the trailer shows off being chased by a massive angry lion, which has got to be terrifying in VR. So this looks yeah, both terrifying and pretty cool at the, at the same time. I don't know if I want to hunt. See, I can hunt these dinosaur things, right? I won't feel particularly bad. But,
0: yeah but
1: you it won't feel bad but if i if, I, if I've got to hit kill uh kill some more cutie looking animals, you know what I'm saying Ash? i', I, I well, I feel bad because it's in v r well that like they're shooting a zebra currently in this trailer I'm watching is that going to is that going make me feel like shit? am I going to feel bad all of a sudden am i am I want to continue playing this game with the v R be too much? So for you're
0: me? fine with' shooting people uh in these games, but you know a zebra it's a step too far.
1: the people probably deserve it
0: yeah you know? people zebras.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's the
0: scale going forward.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, And the last game was Zenith VR. Uh, Zenith is a colourful open world which takes place in the futuristic city of Zenith. It has a deep combat system that involves throwing, blocking, and dodging. You'll also come across other players in the world too. It releases later this year. So this is some sort of like MMO, JRPG, or something like that. Um, Something, some combination of of these things. It kind of looks... Like, it'll either be very janky or very cool. I'm undecided. It could be somewhere in the middle of all these things. Probably. Um, I don't really know. I gotta be honest. MMO type things in VR actually kind of turns me off. It's not really what I'm in VR for. Even though that's exactly what everyone wants. You know, you look at Ready Player One and everything. Everyone's like, I want to want a VR MMO. I'm like, no. I want, like, single player experiences or, like, fucking Fire Team Zero. I don't want to be walking around. How are you? That's why I haven't played that. Isn't
0: Fire Team Zero a... Yeah
1: I, said, yeah, yeah, I said that. I don't want like MMO type shit. I don't want to be like,
0: yeah. I don't want to, you know. You don't um, want random people? Nah, or, like, yeah, device. like,
1: I, yeah, I want to shoot people. I don't want to be, look at, you know, look at this. What are, what are people doing here? Playing fucking catch. Back people. to
0: shooting people. Yeah, I just
1: need to shoot some motherfuckers. <laughs> you
0: know <what> <laughs> I need to shoot
1: people. I don't, I don't know what's going on in this game. It looks like gibberish. Uh, Kieran in the chat says, Zebra is prob- Zebra's probably deserved it though. Like... Can they just decide if they're black with white stripes or white with black stripes? I think their parents decide at birth, to be honest, and then they're born blank, and then the parents decide where to put the stripes. You know?
0: Okay, so I had a quick look. There's been a long but popular belief that zebras were white animals with black stripes, but scientifically it turns out to be the opposite. According to the principles of embryology, the real original color of zebras is black. The white colour is actually the stripe around the main black background of their body.
1: I'm surprised you had that so fast. Like, I swear here, I only just saw him write that in the chat, but you fucking on it, eh?
0: I was interested. Oh, you was
1: interested, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Welcome to Animal Corner. Learning something, everyone. Um, you
0: know, this is animal week here at the East Network. Might
1: as well be. Uh, what, out the, what out of that stood out to you, if anything, that you would uh, maybe not run out to play, but you're at least intrigued to see, like, if it's better? And you'll maybe pick it up. Anything? Uh, like, Fract looks
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. I expect you to die, looks like it would be a fun, like, hour or two. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's, that's about it. That's kind of all that's speaking to me.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel, too. And that's why that was a massive disappointment.
0: <laughs> like, so maybe that's why they didn't do a state of play.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. But, but at the same time, I just, like, if that's all you got, like, come on. Fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like, when they announced this and they were like we're doing we're announcing the games i'm like okay cool i take back my statement they are going to support psvr free to the end of its its life but looking at that i'm like okay like there's two games that look like they could actually be legit interesting and the rest of them are like "Uh, maybe i'll play them maybe i won't even fucking remember what they are by the time they come out you know so i don't really know so Let's tie this into Michael's question out here. Do, do you think that PSVR two will have a larger install base than the first one? Now I'll throw it to you, Ash, with t- two little dot points attached onto it. Let's 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 say the PSVR one did okay by the numbers we've seen. Didn't do gangbusters, that's for sure. It's done okay. It hasn't done as terrible as some people thought VR certainly would do. Mm. Um, and let's also just agree upon the fact that PlayStation really hasn't fucking supported this thing for its end of its life cycle. And maybe that turned a bunch of people off who had PSVRs and have invested in Oculuses at this point or some other form of VR. Like, let's not forget that me and Nick Nick from Explosion Outing, Nicholas Pryor, we both started with PSVRs as our first VR headsets and uh he transitioned all the way to PC VR now. He doesn't even own a PSVR. And I have brought an Ocu- I've brought two Oculus headsets in the time since PSVR released. Now I will buy PSVR2 simply because I do a PlayStation podcast, but if I didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like would I? Probably not. Maybe so not,
0: yeah.
1: how do you think how, given what we know and given the, the history of PlayStation, how how do you feel about PSVR two?
0: Um cautiously optimistic i feel like obviously they're you know they've got the new controllers they've got promising just one wire no box you know which i feel was a turnoff for a lot of it's a hard hump for people to get over to get into psvr um it very much depends on what titles they've got launching uh you know and they've got assuming it's something more powerful obviously they've got insomniac games who have a history of vr games recently uh to you know bounce some ideas off uh you know who knows uh but yeah i'm cautiously optimistic you know again it also depends on price i feel like it's going to be a major factor as well
1: just uh fill time for a
0: second hey guys how about this weather (laughs) all right so we're all here celebrating episode 200 of explosion uh platinum explosion Wow! Thank God you came back. Uh, Yes, I have. Yes,
1: I have the VR. Yes, I have the VR dongle, Kieran. This is it. This is what it looks like. As you can see, it's still inside of its plastic wrapper because I haven't fucking used it. But it exists. It's a real thing. You can see it right here. This is what it looks like. Thank you,
0: everyone. Uh, Kevy Coop says one wire is still issue. To be honest. I can't see how it's possible that they can do it without a wire. I mean, the Quest only is wireless because all the hardware is inside the Quest. Inside the headset. All the processing power. Uh, And if all the processing power is meant to be in the PlayStation, I don't know how you get it to the headset without any wires. Well, if that was possible, we wouldn't have HDMI cables at this point.
1: I will say, as someone who's, you know who's had a Quest 1, he now has a Quest 2, so obviously I have a lot of experience with wireless uh, VR gaming. I'm going to say that one cord doesn't really matter with someone who has a lot of experience. Because I I, I feel like, and I know we talked about this last week, but I do feel like if one cord is long enough, like if it plugs into USB-C at the front of the the console, like I'm presuming, and then if it's long enough that you have a, a lot of slack or whatever, when you're standing it, you won't really notice it, to be honest. I highly doubt you will, you will notice it. Like, cause that's, I've never had that, I've never really noticed it when I've played it on my PC. So when I plugged my PC with the one USB cord, USB C cord from my PC to my Quest, so I could play PC VR, that one cord hasn't really made much of a difference, to be honest. It's, it's when you start getting more than one or like a heavy cord. Or chords with the controllers as well. Like, I'm not worried about one chord personally. And yeah, I guess that the main thing is that, as Ash said, Quest, all the technology is in the headset. And the biggest problem with the first Quest, that the Quest has uh, improved on a little bit, is that the Quest's original Quest headset was fucking heavy in the front which meant i couldn't actually use it for too many hours because it basically makes your face without you thinking you know like if you're wearing something heavy it basically made my face constantly like sort of drift down and it would give me like sore neck pretty fast because of how top heavy and um and how annoying that was the second ones a little bit lighter but it still has that obviously top heaviness with all of the the tech and everything on the, on the inside um PSVR is obviously a lot lighter cuz it's simply just a screen or whatever and it plugs into the playstation so yeah i'm i'm not super worried about one we'll see how it goes front heavy yeah classic yeah don't don't, don't say that outside of context you know what i'm saying um <laughs> but i would i will say i will say The PSVR 2, whatever it's called, could have a larger install base than the first one solely depending on price. I I honestly feel like if they can market it as one cable cheaper than the Quest, then you could get a lot of people down for that. If it's the same price as the Quest 2, uh, it's going to be a hard pitch. To to people who who have the option to buy a quest too, if it's more expensive, the game's better be gold like. Good, you know why not <laughs> Like, if it's more expensive than a quest, it better be that, fucking gold like. The
0: controller must be fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, well, i not
0: like a slightly better version of the move
1: controller. No, i, I at this stage. Uh, at this stage, I'm expecting the controllers to be the sell point, not the the headset. I expect the headset to be like. Bare minimum to, 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 to go up against a Quest 2. Like it's, it's roughly the same screen and whatever else. I think the, the reason everyone all get excited is cause they're like, and the controllers have haptic Feedback and you know, all the, the fancy Sense features and they're in the controller and this is some next level shit. Cause the only other controllers, like, you know, cause I love the Quest 2 controllers just cause they're, they're nice and whatever. But obviously the best controllers in VR at the moment is the, um, Got? The Valve Index ones, because they got the full, um, like all four, all four fingers and thumbs sort of control happening. So obviously that's the yeah. coolest controller. But the Valve Index costs, I don't know, like over fucking like two thousand dollars probably or something by the time you buy it in Australian. and then you got to have a um, a good enough PC to be able to run it. Like the the idea of playing um, Half Life Alex the way it was meant to be played in a in a Valve Index was it would cost you like 5,000
0: let's see yeah you find us plus tax plus shipping
1: yeah yeah so let's just say that's like what double that roughly (laughs) for australian estimate so 3,000 what come on fuck off No no one's
0: paying that (laughs) <laughs> That's disgusting. So yeah, it, the the PS it's, it's saying one thousand nine hundred and fifty six dollars according to eBay.
1: So just over two thousand, probably by the time just you pay it. Yeah, well, um, plus postage. Yeah, it's a two thousand dollars. So and th- and then you got to have like a two thousand dollar PC. So you, it's like four thousand dollars for for to to run that shit properly. So. Yeah, the, the one selling point PSVR two can have is it can be cheaper. But again, its competition is the Quest. It's not the Valve Index. It's not the HTC Vive or whatever. Its competition is one hundred percent on the Index, and I wanted to do well, so I'm sure. Um, Kevy keeps it. I'm sure you guys said it, but the games need to be advertised way better. One hundred percent. I, I think we've talked about at least last episode. I feel like they did a good job at the start. I feel like when they announced it and they said. Shuha Yoshida said, We're going to support PSVR like it's another PlayStation system, not like it's a additional controller. They said that they were going to support it like it's a brand new system. And I feel like when they launched it, they did that. They promoted it quite well at launch. I got really excited for the next like six months, maybe pushing it to 12. There was a lot of, there was at least games coming out semi regularly. They were talking about it semi regularly. And then after that point, Just fucking died more or less. Like there was a point there after the the initial excitement and you could probably like track it throughout this podcast because like there was a degree like where me and Nick were talking about games coming to it like semi-regularly when that was announced or coming out. You know, like we got to that point where Firewall Zero came out. I'm like, yeah, pick up the aim control, loving that, blah, 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 blah. And it was somewhere a couple months probably after that, things started to die down slow. It was like, what are you announcing next? And they announced Blood and Truth. I'm like, cool, we'll get excited for that. But then it's like blunt truth comes out. What's next? Nothing. Like, oh, Iron Man's coming. Iron Man came out. What's next? Nothing. Has, we've been dead in the water since Iron Man. So, yeah, I, I definitely still think they shut the bed. Absolutely horrible with this thing, which is super disappointing. Um, right, let's talk about this, even though we talked about it off air. And I feel like um, Ash's answer to this was actually the, the correct one. So, Kotaki writes. Sony imagines a future where a banana is a video game controller and they write gamers love making weird shit into controllers including but not limited to pomegranates, lightsabers, bananas and bread. Apparently Sony wants to get in on the action according to a patent recently serviced by GameIndustry.biz that details a method for turning household objects into controllers. Sony filed a patent for the means of detecting quote a passive non-luminous object being held by a user and turning it into a video game controller. Quote it would be desirable if a user could use an inexpensive, inexpensive, simple, and non-electronic device as a video game peripheral, end quote. Uh, saying what saying that we're all fitting, it cites an example, sorry, it cites as example options such as one orange, one banana, or two oranges and bananas. A camera could detect the items so they could be used as controllers, or a camera could detect a user's finger in the obtained images to coincide with location of a virtual button. Blah, 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 And there were some patent images and some ideas and stuff like that. So everyone was laughing at this story, going, man, Sony, they're crazy. What are they doing? What are they thinking? Now, I don't know if you remember. I'm hoping you do because I actually think what you said when we talked about this briefly off air is the correct answer to why this is uh, like good research and why this could be implemented quite well. So do, do you remember? <laughs>
0: <Is> that- yeah. <laughs> uh, clearly, it's, it's not Sony trying to push fruit on everybody. Uh, even though make healthy choices uh, is very much uh, them getting into an accessibility market uh, for controllers of that could be used by anybody in any way. It's sort of competing with the adaptive controller, whatever it's called that Xbox has, Uh, you know, so if you can just make anything into a controller, uh, you know, I'm sure that makes it much easier for people who don't necessarily can, can't necessarily use a dual sense or whatever, you know, they can stick them, stick the buttons or bits all over the place. You know? S- stick that analog stick somewhere
1: well don't take that out of context you know what i'm saying um but yeah otherwise Never. i i agree with everything i, gr- I agree with you i th- i think that this is a I, I i think this is an accessibility thing i think even if that's not the sole reason they originally started going down this path of um uh finding out what and how this technology could be used that's the way it would be implemented the best and possibly what they've discovered down that road of experimenting with technology and stuff like if you could literally turn anything into a controller and you can literally place the buttons where they're best for you and how they would work best for you then yeah that is a huge accessibility um boosting and that would that would actually be really cool so but it is quite funny to like when this story was going around twitter and if you didn't actually read it the fact that people were just showing these these images of bananas going sony's making a banana controller it's not really true. Like they filed a patent, but if you read the patent, it's not actually saying we're making a banana control. You know what I mean? Like the the, the headlines were very. Uh, some of them were a little bit clickbaity. Like Sony's making banana control. But not, not really. Not, not really making a banana control. Uh, chat saying, uh, Kevin Coop said they did really well. Going back to PSVR quickly, they did promote it well. Exactly. Uh, I was keen. I got a, P- a VR for PS4 and it died. Rip. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, <laughs> I'd love a state of play for PSVR only. They did one, right, from memory. Do you remember? I think they did one.
0: Yeah. For PSVR, it was like I think I think they did one specific because they got a lot of shit for including the PSVR section during a in the first state one. Yeah,
1: I think in the first state yeah. of play yeah. they had some PSVR stuff in it.
0: What are, what are all these PSVR games? Yeah.
1: And then the the they and they now they don't out. do any. Yes. So
0: we went from so one. So I blame those people,
1: <laughs> possibly, because I think that, I think the one they did focus on PSVR had Iron Man, in it, and that was like the last time we heard about it. Uh, and then Buddy said, "Yeah, B was was really the killer app outside of Iron Man and Blood and Truth. The support has been scarce outside of Indian niche development. Uh, yep. Uh, and then you could do, headset means more games, promotion support, especially other stuff the Vita and Oculus get that Sony don't get yet. The, yeah, I guess that's the biggest problem currently is that There's a lot of VR games coming out and not all of them are like super technical but the PSVR is so behind that I'm sure developers would love to put these games on the v- PSVR but they're like we have to make it work with the move controllers or we have to make it w- <laughs> work with you know the shitty fucking headset or, or whatever so that's quite annoying. Uh, talking about controllers I'm doing a good job at linking up Michael's questions spread out for his show here. Uh, he says if PlayStation doesn't release a pro version of their controller Which third-party manufacturer will will and will it have a back button? Um, I'm going to be honest. I probably wouldn't buy a. I don't really care for any of those third-party controllers because I'm sure that someone. I'm sure Razer will do a PS5 DualSense. I'm sure a bunch of these other people that do them. You know, like you walk through JB Hi-Fi, you you see a bunch of these third-party controllers. I'm. I've never really wanted to buy one. I never really like the look of them. I think that's my biggest turn turn point. Honestly, this is one of those things where I get kind of maybe maybe it sounds silly, but I always hate the look of those controllers. They always just look third party. Okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they always look like they're not right, and I, I just don't want to really participate. So yeah, I, I I would assume that all the big companies will probably do their own DualSense Pro versions or whatever, like they've done with PS4, but. And I'm sure some of them will have back buttons. I just, I, no, I probably won't buy one. Unless it actually looks good and it's a step up from the PS4 ones. But yeah. How how do you feel about that, Ash?
0: Yeah. I, I can't even think of who would do one. Like, is Mad Cat still a thing? Yeah. I don't think so. I right? think so.
1: Aren't they? I think they are. Come on. You're Googling now. Come on. If you thought this question two minutes ago as I was talking, you should Google it then. Come on uh michael says that he likes using his razor controller which razor controller do you have you have the, the one that came out like a year or so ago uh but he says just give me an official sony elite controller or hang up with the back button yeah i i feel it i feel like at this stage because they fucked us on the back button and personally why they would fuck me on that i don't know but i feel like that means that hopefully uh we'll get an official sony elite controller and they will do it right because if they fuck it up everyone will kind of just laugh at them like If they release an official Sony Elite controller that's nowhere near as good as the Xbox One, everyone will just point and laugh, especially Xbox fan, fanboys. They'll point and laugh and go, you're changing this, charging the same amount and that thing's a piece of shit, so no one will care. Did you find the answer? Yeah.
0: So, Cats went bankrupt in 2017, uh, but then they came back much like Telltale in uh, January 2018. <laughs> what a story. Uh, with completely new people. But yeah, I remember now, Ro- because Rock Band 4 did so poorly, uh, mad Cats went bankrupt
1: is that why really
0: because they made all the proof that was a major part okay
1: didn't even know that there you go um yeah would you buy one or would you buy an official Sony one would you, would you care if any of these official controls? Sony ones yeah. yeah
0: no you know as long as it, I, I think I'd just stick to the official Sony ones yeah,
1: yeah but would you buy a pro Sony one like could that grab your attention maybe
0: depends on the cost
1: yeah. <laughs> and what kind of features like, would uh, intrigue you
0: infinite battery life <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking infinite battery life over here come on now
0: um, yeah, back
1: buttons Michael says he wants re- reprogrammable options and extra triggers Yeah, like that's everything the Xbox has so they need at minimum that
0: Yeah. you know you can be like that trader Nicholas Prior and like get one of those things that lets you play with your elite controller on PS4 don't do that I don't know how you can like swap no, this you can't play Ghost of Shame with it so no, there's no point don't do that shit of-
1: uh, all right, over at well-played, well-played.com.au, Adam Ryan, my mate, writes, <laughs> the PlayStation Store soon discontinued movie and TV rentals and purchases. <gasps> uh, depending on how you consume media, this news will either be upsetting or confusing. Upsetting because you might rent movies and TV episodes from the PlayStation Store on the regular or confusing because you forgot that was an option and figured that Sony stopped doing that ages ago. Regardless of which side of the fence you're on, it was announced on the PlayStation blog that movie and TV rentals and purchases on the PlayStation Store are being discontinued as of August 30. 30- first um and i shall stop there now i'll say this for people who are like wow i actually did forget that that's a thing did anyone ever actually use that we did we i know both of us used it at least once because we did yeah. what do you want to watch episode where we wanted to watch the film uh so mary it, right? what i was gonna say wasn't mary in the witch's file remember the anime one
0: I think maybe that one
1: too. Yeah, that's the one I remember. We had to, I, de- I definitely remember that's the one time I, I definitely use it. There was the anime film, Mary and the, Mary and the Witch and the Flower, Mary and the Witch's Flower, something like that. Mary
0: and the Witch's Flower. Mary
1: yeah. and the Witch's Flower, and the only place we could find it to rent, full stop, was weirdly actually the PlayStation Store. So we rented it through there to watch it. So I have used it. Now, I also know that other people, of course, have used it to watch and pay for uh, wrestling pay-per-views uh, UFC, pit, pay-per-views, whatever the fuck else on there, but have you used it for anything else other than, like, how what's your... No. no. And even
0: when I did use it, it was, like, so so hard to get to, you know? Oh. You had to either, I think you had to go through the store, there was no way to search on the web. No. It was, like, all, nigh impossible to find anything on there, so, yeah. No. Good riddance. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I, I highly doubt there's many people out there who, who are... There's,
0: like... With the addition of, like, Apple TV Plus and Amazon Prime uh, video and all these other apps on the, on the PS5. Yeah. They've really... There's no little, little reason. Especially when they're... And YouTube, it's kind of like they're undercutting what PlayStation was renting or selling stuff at.
1: And I guess m- so. most, moder- most people's smart TV these days just hook up straight up to Google Play, rent Movies through there or whatever else. Like, when the PS3 came out and they added this feature... I guess, you know, like you think back then, maybe it was more helpful. Potential library that people had plugged into their TVs that they may not have had other ways. Unless they brought like a Chromecast because obviously you had to use to buy the dongle to be able to use Chromecast. So yeah, but it's, it's, it's definitely not something that most people are going to risk. Also, yes, Jim's son, Adam Dyson, right? Jim's son. Son of a son of a son of a gun. Uh, Sucker Punch. PlayStation Lifestyle Rights. Ghost of Tsushima developers are now official tourism ambassadors. I thought this was a funny story. Ghost of Tsushima has reaped the rewards for a developer's Sucker Punch, even getting a BAFTA 2020 nomination for best game. According to VGC, two of the game's developers have now received their own honors. Game director Nate Fox and creative director Jason Connor have each been awarded with the title of tourism ambassador for the real-life city of Tsushima in Nagasaki. Fox and Canal yep. join the ranks of notable Japanese people who have received the award in the past, but it's the first time it's been given to people who have, quote, spread the name and history of Tsushima through their works. The reason for this award was explained by Tsushima's mayor, Hiroki Hitokatsu, saying Fox and Canal spread the name and history of Tsushima to a whole world in such a, to the whole world in such a wonderful way. Even a lot of Japanese people do not know the history of Genko period. When it comes to the world, the name location of Tsushima, it's literally unknown. So I cannot thank them enough for telling our story with such phenomenal graphics and profound stories. I can't say I've ever seen a story like this before in um, video games, full stop. And I guess that's like the benefit of maybe you'll see it happen more in the future. It's definitely one, like you think about um, Persona, uh, Yakuza, right? They're basically yep. tourism games for japan right yeah you know, they make you want to visit japan and, and they they feel like they go out of their way to to make you want to visit japan um they represent cities and real life places and all this sort of stuff quite well uh i guess tsushima does the same sort of thing except for you're like oh yeah i might i might visit there where there's less violence and you know <laughs> maybe i'll visit it now maybe it's a it's a, it's a lot safer so yeah i thought that was a that was a pretty good story definitely Good for sucker punch, and they're talking about the BAFTAs. Yeah, uh, Last Was Part 2's recorded secures a record 13 BAFTA nominations. So, I just continue to bring up anytime Last Was is nominated for a ton of awards just to nail in the hammer of all the people on Twitter who were like, Everyone hates this game. No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, GameIndustry.biz, it's a bad game, yeah, apparently, it's a bad game. Naughty Dogs The Last of Us Part 2 is up for 13 awards at this year's BAFTAs, the largest number for a single game since the event started in 2004. Both Remedies Control Kojima Productions Death Stranding were nominated for 11 each at last year's BAFTA Game Awards, but the PlayStation exclusive has surpassed their achievement by two. Naughty Dogs Celebrated Sequel is a high point and an impressive night for Sony Interactive Entertainment. Punch's Ghost of Tsushima received 10 nominations. Insomniacs, Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales got 7. Media Molecules Dreams got 7. And Sumo digital Sackboy, A Big Adventure got four. So shout out to PlayStation winning big at the BAFTAs. The Bridget, what's the sound for? British Association British of, Academy. Academy of Film, Television. Film and Arts, Television. Or awards, something like that. Yep. I <laughs> yes,
0: things, that's
1: exactly right. There we go, yeah. smashed it. God, so good job, uh, Last words, continuing to fucking smash face. Dominate. Win big. Show to people that people actually do care and like the Last and everyone, all, all you goddamn babies out there. Last two questions. So Michael sent in for the show. Now remember, he said we both got to answer these. So we'll, uh, we'll, right. we'll see how we go. Question number one was: When will Buddy Watson be a guest on the show again? And he's kind of here, isn't he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> My answer is: I don't know.
1: <laughs> he's uh, he's currently on a trial period as a Explosion Network intern. So we'll see
0: if uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe in a few weeks. Yeah. We'll see.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll see. See if he's allowed to come back. Uh, when will Kieran be a guest on the show again? Never. <laughs> done, done. Done. I'm sick of hearing about Blue to Blue Point. Not until he
0: gets all the platinums he promised.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah. If, he can, if he can hit that platinum point that he originally promised me, uh, he can come back on the show. Until that point, he's banned. If I can, he's, he's dead to me. Except for when I need him to record RK Couch.
0: Except, yeah, when we need him to come on because one of us is sick or, um, you know, there's a massive event or, you know. But for the most part- But all banned. of that aside, yeah. Ash, he's dead banned. to
1: me. He's dead to me. He's fucking dead to me. <laughs> uh, they'll do it, I guess. There wasn't really much news. Was fucking shit talk. Yeah, Marvel cast. Need him for that.
0: Yeah. But but on Platt. On oh, Platt. Dead. Dead to me. <laughs> yeah. Just like he tried to make you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's <laughs> trying to kill me at one stage. Yeah. I'm great. So spoilers. I'm just going to say everyone up. So obviously episode 200. Remember I said I was taking a week off. I'm taking a week of leave, a week of absence. Right. So you may be like, great. Dylan's away. I may get to enjoy some Buddy Watson or Kieran next week. Since you, since you're bringing them up, <laughs> maybe it's a setup for a one, two punch. <laughs> you fucking wish I've already pre-recorded. We recorded episode 201 before we did episode 200. That's right, because we're a professional fucking outlet and we're prepared and we know what we're doing. So episode 201, it's me, but it's not actually, it's, that's, I so get excited for that. It's past you. There we go. The horror question I missed. Fuck, I did actually.
0: That's right. That was. Oh, a, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it
1: was, it was something like, would Ash play a horror game?
0: I think. Uh, <laughs> hang on, let me, I, I saw it in Let's bring it, uh, our Discord, which you can find at expansion.com slash discord.
1: Here we go. Uh, Have there been any... sending? Have there been any horror games that you experienced FOMO with, Ashley?
0: Dylan, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil I 2? absolutely, ha- absolutely not <laughs> felt any FOMO at all. You know, really happy that people are enjoying it, but not for me. What about you? You felt any FOMO <laughs> about horror games? Um, I
1: don't know. What counts as FOMO? Like, I'm, like, I missed out on playing it. Mm, no, I played it right. Like if it was a game I wanted, I just played it. I didn't think it was any FOMO. FOMO, nah, no FOMO. Maybe maybe I was kind of annoyed. Maybe I was kind of annoyed I didn't play Resident Evil Seven until this year because then every time everyone's been getting hyped, mega hype for eight, or like any time talked about, everyone talked about being seven so good. Does it count as having a bit of FOMO? I was like, oh, I can't really participate in this conversation properly because I haven't played it. I played it now. It was a good game. Not that scary. Apart from that first couple of hours. But other than that, it's pretty much downhill from there. Easy rider. You know what I'm saying? Rider bug movie. Hopefully PlayStation does not drills up any big news between now and episode 201. L- let me clarify. Episode 201, zero news. And let me also add something else. When you listen to or watch episode 201... I start the episode by making a joke how there's no news and we pre-recorded it, so you can experience...
0: So there definitely <laughs> won't be any news.
1: If there if there's big news, Ash can record a podcast with Buddy, but Kieran's dead to me, so I don't want to hear it right about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's only some... It'll be on yeah. RK Couch. We can find exploding.com slash RK Couch. Yeah.
1: If there's some big news, if there's... Oh, I'll, I'll get to it next week. Anyway, that's it for... Uh, I mean that's it that's all news we got that's all I had to talk about um thank you for joining us live thank you for everyone who's been around from me <laughs> earning the the plat the, ash, bl- ash blowing these fucking uh things are gonna work out so much better if you're watching this after cause you'll be actually have you can hear <laughs> the fucking sound effect cause currently it is just the turn
0: professionals.
1: I heard something then. Go again. Try
0: again. Try again. I turn the suppression off. Yeah, try There yeah, we go. Good fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for, for anyone who joined me from the start of uh, earning the, the Death Stranding Platinum. 200 Platinums. 200 episodes of Platinum Explosion. Um, Crazy.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. I, I um... Or because kind uh, of, finally stopped doing. PS, I love you. X O X X O. Yeah.
1: So you can yeah. thank them for this, I guess, if, if we want to do that. Uh, otherwise, if you're listening to this, obviously, podcast version you, this went up at normal time Wednesday. Norm video version went up um, on episode two uh, on Wednesday as well. Obviously, thank you for the more extra biddies. Thank you very much, Michael. Um, thank you. Last, I guess, the big difference. Uh, the last thing I'll say. Good job, Ash, for hanging in the last hundred episodes. Obviously, I feel like this has been his, uh, his era. You know that there was that there was like the Kieran <laughs> era, or the, like the first hundred was like more of a mixed bag. I definitely feel like the the uh, this has been Ash's era for the last hundred, or or you know him just having to sit there and listen to me fucking rant about trophies for half an hour at times. But you know he's
0: good at that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm very good at listening good, to you talk rant about trophies. Good job, to it.
1: Ash. I'll give him a bit of a clap. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Thank
0: you, K- Dylan, for all the work you do on Platinum yeah, Explosions. You fucking, know, put all the notes together, recording, yeah. editing, artwork. Stab
1: late to do, earn trophies just for the podcast, not for myself. So
0: Just, yeah.
1: <laughs> just for the show. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, this is our longest running podcast on ExplosionNetwork.com. So that's pretty good. I feel like getting to episode 200 of anything is uh pretty pretty epic. You know, 200 episodes of podcast, that's, that's pretty fucked. We've been recording this for... Yeah. <laughs> Three years. Four something years. Or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, four, I guess. Yeah, two, two, yeah 220, 2021. Almost four okay. years. Almost four years. That's pretty fucked that people, anyone listening to this. Yeah, so shout out to everyone in chat. Shout out to, you know, long time supporter Michael, of course, who's, who's here listening, always listening to the show, long time massive supporter. And then also shout out to that one guy in the YouTube comments who always gives me shit. And acts like he doesn't listen to the show or watch the show on YouTube. I know you fucking fucking watching. You're going to comment something like, oh, you fucking blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for watching.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're the best ass deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for supporting the show by constantly shitting on us. I, I appreciate that as well. That's, that's, that's good shit. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do it. I'm going to end the-
0: Appreciate all the support, even if you hit that dislike button.
1: <laughs> hit a like button, hit a dislike button um if you want to <laughs> give the video a like <laughs> hit that bell subscribe uh leave a podcast review on itunes if that's where you, if you're listening leave a, uh i don't know support us exposure network.com slash support head to our ko-fi page drop a dollar or two there uh if you want to drop come to, to drop
0: slash tv yeah twitch.tv no, twitch.tv slash explosion network yeah
1: stay tuned to that for future streams streams in the future play games maybe not Games that are really slow Platinums, but that's fine. Won't do that again. It's fine. <laughs> Buy a coffee. Drop your Prime sub. Yeah, thank you. Got to to hit all the boxes, Ash. You know, this this only happens... Yeah. Hit all, hit all the boxes.
0: Only hit 200 once.
1: Only hit 200 once. Um, if everyone who's listening to this could head over to our coffee page and drop $200 each uh, for every episode <laughs> that there's been, I feel like that's
0: the bare minimum. That's, one, one, that's more than fair. One
1: coffee... Per episode that's been recorded, that's yeah. that's I think that's I'm sure
0: fair. They all deserve at least one dollar, yeah, right? That's fair. So, I can't think of any dud ones. In no, not
1: place. not a single dud one. They're, they're all 10 out of 10, definitely 10 out of 10. So, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to end the video and podcast now. Thank you very much for joining us until next week. It's a pre recorded episode with no news.
0: Hey, I just want to shout out, obviously, before uh, a couple of embassies had their uh oh, yes, yes. 225th episode, but also final definitely. episode. We met Alex and Andrew at PAX and that kind of stuff. They've always been super nice to us. So even then, they sub they, uh, uh what's the word? <laughs> Rated. You'll yes. after their episode. So, you know, shout out to those dudes. They're, they're awesome and they're excited to see whatever they do next. Um, Yeah. You know, whether it's spending more time at home with their families and that kind of stuff or, you know, more exciting projects that they're working on or whatever
1: every trophy counts don't forget that and i know they're all count because i got 200 platenums motherfuckers that's right (laughs) (laughs) boy
0: there we go